Well, exciting news. I'm, I'm finally getting that elective surgery I've been uh, saving up for for the last, you know, two or three years. I'm going to have my penis replaced with a bird's beak. <laughs> Be a, a your, your pecker, I, I guess. You <laughs> yep. You know, that's... Now, do you think that uh, you're, you're going to be able to use it uh, to feed yourself in some way, or is it purely for show? Yeah, I actually am going to put worms in it, and then it'll regurgitate the worms into my mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are I'm you hoping also this... going to have a rib removed so that uh, to yes, yeah, enable this is... that activity? <laughs> I'm one-upping Marilyn Manson. Mm-hmm. I'm also having my penis replaced with a bird's beak. <laughs> So that I can I can shock and gross out America when I have my bird beak penis vomit into my mouth. <laughs> I'm starting an OnlyFans and and it's going to have like three very dedicated subscribers, just the only people on earth who want to see that. Folks, if you want mm-hmm. to see that, go sign up for the Patreon. That's patreon.com slash we don't have a podcast yet. And I'll make a special category just for that. <laughs> It'll be like the $8 level. And you won't get, you won't have to listen to the podcasts. The premium episodes won't be on there. It'll just be Photoshop pictures of me trying to, well, try. It'll look at first glance, at first blush, like I'm trying to suck my own penis. Uh, but then upon closer inspection you'll notice that my penis has been replaced with a bird's beak that is vomiting like the goop that they make in their little their little uh, gullets you know and then they barf it up for the baby mashed worms it's mostly mashed worms I think although I think bugs as well you see a lot of birds eating bugs I mean, a worm is a type of bug. But birds eat but bread too, right? Some kinds of birds. I, I think that they're seeds. Uh, just eating whatever's to 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 beak. You know. Yeah. Have you decided seem- uh, what what type of beak you're going to go with? Are you going to get one of the just standard beaks? Or are you going to get one of those really long ones? Oh, I should get like the shoehorn, like the shoe bill. One of the, uh, maybe like a, a toucan beak. Yeah. <laughs> like a big rainbow banana. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm also going to get my balls replaced with. says to, to follow your nose, is, does he think of his beak as his nose? Well, you like, think man, of your penis as man, your nose. Man, you know, ugh, I let my beak do the thing sometimes. <laughs> Gets me in trouble. This thing's got a mind of its own. I'm sorry, baby. And you know there's someone out there. That's their thing, is the idea of Toucan Sam's beak penetrating them. Mm-hmm. They were just, for some reason, they were eating breakfast when that part of their brain came online. And the first thing they saw was Toucan Sam. Follow your nose to the flavors of fruit. Mm-hmm. They're like, how do I get the flavors of fruit? down there 
yeah. I gotta get him. I gotta get him in me. It's, there, there needs to be a variation of Fruit Loops that's just like the darker, the berry, the sweeter, the juice Fruit Loops. <laughs> just like a, a sexy, a sexy Fruit Loops. Yeah, Fruit yeah. Loops after dark. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Fruit Loops nights. This they they <laughs> they have to keep it behind a little beaded curtain in the grocery store. You go back there, <laughs> yeah. and that's just the they're the playing nasty those jazz cereals. records. And they, yeah, there's got... a funny smell in the air. I can't quite put my finger on it, but uh, th- that might be uh, a good intro into my first uh, podcast idea this week. All right, all the, right. the The Breakfast Bunch. The Breakfast Bunch. Yeah. Oh, hang on. Before we get into the podcast ideas, put okay. a pin in that. All right. There's a pin in when the When diarrhea shoots fast from your butt, once it hits the toilet, it bounces back up. Folks, and it the it's time for the diarrhea report. We <laughs> promised it, and we are here to deliver. <laughs> the diarrhea report is a new uh, segment, and we <laughs> we did just spend... The first five minutes of the show talking about uh, all kinds of disgusting <laughs> ideas. But now we're going to get down to the nitty gritty of talking about what's going on in the world of diarrhea. I've got a couple of news stories here. The first one, this is uh, from SportsRush.com. Brock Lesnar shares how Big Show exploded with diarrhea all over him. <laughs> Um, it, this appears to be just basically a filler article, uh, trying to get clicks off the fact that, uh, Brock Lesnar is doing something else. And it, it just mentions that Brock Lesnar in a, uh, interview one time said that he was at a, I'll just, I'll just paraphrase some of the, he was in, in a, a South African exhibition match. And he uh, he threw the big show down onto the, it doesn't say what move he did, but that Brock Lesnar uh, ex- or uh, the big show exploded <laughs> diarrhea all over Brock Lesnar in front of millions of South African fans. <laughs> uh, that not a lot, not a lot else going on. It's a little, little bit old news. We we had a, a, a football player a couple weeks ago uh, hitch a ride on the uh, injury cart to the bathroom. He was not injured. <laughs> it was just oh, he the just bathroom's had to... very far away, and he wasn't going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe he just already had shit a little bit, and he was like, I can't walk. I have to like sit down so that they can't see. Well... I guess it's possible that while he was uh, back there, he put on a fresh new pair of pants. I haven't, uh, I haven't done the research on this one. Uh, I'd freshen them up back. all the time. Yeah, you'd imagine it feel good. Just go back there every once in a while. Just put on a new uniform. But mm-hmm. but I guess the danger is you accidentally put on the wrong uniform. You come out now. You're the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh my God! Yeah, everyone's I think that's mad why, at you. Uh, the, the home teams wear the white uniforms because they know where the bathrooms are, so they shouldn't have an accident. But 
when you're visiting, it's a building you haven't been in before. Mm. Who knows where that bathroom is going to be? So where's some black pants? I, 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 in this with second, second headline this week in diarrhea <laughs> news, explosive diarrhea, Burger King's ghost pepper whopper ingredient revealed as Halloween special sparks meme fest online. Now, I guess that they did not tell people ahead of time that the ingredient in their ghost pepper whopper was diarrhea. <laughs> uh, this article is even less of an article than the Brock Lesnar one. It's basically just one of those like fans react to controversial thing and then it's just basically they copied and pasted some of Burger King's press release about the Whopper and then a bunch of tweets that are saying things like, this is going to rule my ass. So I guess I I don't think I'll be trying the ghost pepper Whopper. I, I can't not... promise one way or the other. Uh, I'm not, not a person who goes to Burger King a lot, but I do appreciate uh, that they flame broil their burgers. Yeah, I, I do guess like a spicy burger. It could happen. Uh, the this has a like a cartoon orange bun, and then it's covered in ghost pepper cheese and bacon. Oh, and it looks like sometimes the people are saying the bacon comes out undercooked. So mm. that's that's also going to be a, a bit of a tummy teaser. <laughs> All right, but now. Is this, uh, is this, uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> Go nope. ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, it's, it's our main story of, of the diarrhea update. Wait, is it called diarrhea? The diarrhea report. I'm sorry. Yeah. Got it wrong. This one comes to us from just, just last week. Mum rushed to hospital. This comes to us from the Coventry Telegraph in England. Mum rushed to hospital after her dog pooed in her mouth as she slept. <laughs> Subhead, subheadline. Amanda Gamo had a day to forget. <laughs> this shows a picture of a lady in a hospital bed. <laughs> It's what any dog owner would dread, but few would ever imagine would really happen. <laughs> you never think it'll happen to you. Amanda Gamo was having a nap when her pet dog, Belle, did a poo on her face. The poor creature had become ill and had violent, and then it's British, so they spelled diarrhea, Dahariowiai! <laughs> and while it was bad for the Chihuahua, for mum of three Amanda, it was even worse. The 51-year-old was asleep with her mouth open when it happened. <laughs> Sickeningly, some of it went in her mouth. It was disgusting, and I was hurling violently for hours after, she said. I just couldn't get the taste out of my mouth. She rushed to the bathroom to throw up after the dog's messy incident. Yet she ended up in hospital with gastrointestinal infection that she got from the dog. Uh, okay, and then there's a picture. Amanda Gamo immediately after the incident. <laughs> and she wiped 
her face yet. I was having my afternoon nap with Belle like I always do, and when suddenly I felt something squirt in my mouth, she said. I rushed to the bathroom and my son was in the shower, so before I washed it out, I had time to take a quick snap. This lady's out here mm. taking pictures of herself with dog diarrhea coming out of her mouth. <laughs> That's, uh... I, there's there's a sink in the kitchen, too, you know? That's one of those ones where... Mm. Uh, that's what a way to get your 15 minutes of fame, right? Yeah, I guess. That's... What, what, I, I don't know. Like, the fact that there is a picture, I think I smell a rat, you know? Yeah. I feel like this feel is like... a calculated diarrhea story. This is... She probably listens to our podcast. Mm-hmm. Gamo! You tricked us. Well, it's it's a shame that uh, if this had just happened to her back in like 2006, uh, she could have been instead of the instead of the shit my dad says guy. It could have been her. It could have been shit my dog does in my mouth. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the world's longest laundry buzzer. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah, I did, did that hear come that. through? Oh. That came through. All right, let's get to the let's get to the podcast idea. I'm sorry. We had to we had to do the diarrhea report. I mean it had to be done. I, I thank when you for reminding me. Shoots fast from your butt. Once it hits the toilet, it bounces back up This has been the diarrhea report. All right. Sorry, what was and now, now on to, to, to the breakfast bunch. The breakfast bunch, that's <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I hope everybody's uh, hungry Hopefully for we breakfast. won't see any more uh, appearances from that dog. Yeah. Uh, that, that would be for the best, I believe. Uh, I'm also uh, hoping that uh, no one gets their uh, dick beak in my cereal. <laughs> um, or their beak dick. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure about the uh, nomenclature on. Uh, is, will, will you be the first? I mean, it's like a. <coughs> it's it kind of like a. I guess I'll be the first uh, beak dick, but there's been plenty of dick beaks. Just, you know, creatures with penis looking noses. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I thought you meant like they have. Not a beak in place of a dick, but rather a dick that happens to have a beak. Oh, oh. So wait, this is a different thing. You could still have the entire shaft of the penis, but then mm-hmm. just replace the head with a little, like, you know, the little the little beak that a macaw has for crunching uh, Brazil mm-hmm. nuts. Yeah, but then I, I would be worried that people wouldn't think my penis was bird-like, but but rather more like a a trimmer situation. <laughs> you got a graboid down yeah. there. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a cute bird-looking uh, thing, and instead, it's terrifying. When she when she brings you home to meet your her father, and it's Michael Gross. <laughs> oh no 
But uh, anyway, the Breakfast Bunch uh, is just going to be a uh, History of Breakfast podcast. Okay. And uh, also uh, exploring what uh, other cultures eat for breakfast, because I, I think it's a cultural construct. I, I don't think that uh, eggs and bacon and uh, all the things that we associate so strongly with breakfast are necessarily what is eaten all over the world or mm. uh, for probably more than a couple hundred years anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It, it definitely seems like it was a kind of just a, a confluence of uh, some, some very weird guys who were trying to stop people from masturbating mm. and then some like farm subsidies have completely shaped. Well, I, I think that the, the problem was that those farm subsidies uh, led to too sexy of a meal and people couldn't keep their hands off themselves. They were enjoying those eggs and bacon so much. What a decadent meal. Start the day oh. off that way and you're going to stay horny all day long. Yeah, it's just corn, really. And, and this is could be like a... a like a film strip that they show you in school in the 1950s. Corn! <laughs> the vegetable of the future! <laughs> Here we see scientists at 3M trying to fuse corn with the atom. <laughs> uh, I bet it would make a pretty good rocket fuel, too. The Nazis, that's the truth. The Nazis want, they want, we cannot let the Nazis have our corn. They'll use it for buzz bombs. <laughs> That's why every American kid has to eat corn, sweetened with more corn. Do your part. Look, Keep this corn look out at Jimmy. of fancy hands. He's doing... <laughs> Gobble it up, lumpy. <laughs> I'm doing my part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so this is just kind of an ex an exploration of the history of of breakfast that's right what did they eat in jesus's day <sighs> nothing good probably, probably like some not, goat yeah. chunks yeah they probably just uh, i mean actually that goat chunk sounds kind of good Greasy, crispy, crackling goat meat chunks. Ooh, wee. Oh. Make a gravy out of the, the leavings in your prehistoric pan. Golly. Put it on an avocado toast and ch charge me $18. Yeah. I'm there. Guess what? We're springing for the leavened bread to have it's with got... our goat meat chunks. They got that stuff with yogurt in it. Mm -hmm. That sounds good. Honestly, every once in a while, a bowl of cereal hits the spot. Just those little, I got the Reese's Puffs right now in the house. Mm -hmm. And and tricks, which they changed tricks. Now, the cereal pieces all look like little fruit. It's like runts cereal. They went classic. They used to do that, and then they switched. They got lazy with it. And and that's a that's a good move in my book. When, I'd when, never... when tricks just became colorful kicks. 
I was uh, frustrated with them with the, with their laziness. Now, in I know in other in other countries they have different uh, different cereals. There's uh, Weetabix. Weetabix, yep. In Canada and possibly the UK, although I'm not 100% certain that this was not a Canada-only cereal, they have a cereal called Shreddies. Just Shreddies. No, Shreddies looks like whole grain checks. Mm-hmm. Tastes like Wheaties. Okay, so not not too exciting. You you might be no. uh, going for some powdered sugar with with your shreddies. Yeah. Did they have a, a an ad campaign with uh, people doing extreme sports? <laughs> oh, uh, because of the shred. I thought you meant like because Wheaties has like the athletes on the. Shreddies should have like a guy who won like uh, some sort of employee of the year uh, at like a, an insurance company or something. It, the Shreddies box just has like a a local uh, a real estate agent on the box. <laughs> why? Why don't we do that? Why don't we make a cereal? Where you can pay to have yourself whatever you want on the cover of on the front the cover like it's a magazine cereal the magazine a cereal box where people can pay to advertise themselves and you do have just like you know were you hurt in an accident <laughs> to get the hammer hammer cereal. It's the same cereal all the time, and it's terrible cereal. But we're just selling that ad space. Nobody's buying this for the cereal. Yeah, it's 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 just shredded documents in <laughs> in a plastic bag. It's literally you buy it for the box. It's like free billboard space. They're mm-hmm. gonna put it up on the shelf right there at eye level. It'll be up in the boring space that nobody, because they all want the good cereals to be down at like waist level where children see them. So up top where mom and dad are looking, we just get a, we've got a divorce attorney standing on on our box of cereal. He's like, are you, are these kids, are these kids the reason that you're getting divorced? I won't tell. I'm up here. Call me. <laughs> I, I think that it also might stand out. Uh, we'll have our brand representatives uh, instead of uh, standing the box up tall. We're going to stack them long. It'll be the only cereal stacked long. Oh yeah, and we'll and we'll get uh, uh, we'll get those girls to go to the bar at night and just hand out a box of cereal like <laughs> yeah, they used to yeah. do with Camel cigarettes. Well, they'll be like those little little single single bowl boxes and. Uh, We'll, we'll fit them with like a belt that just holds like 50 little boxes of cereal. Bandoliers. Yeah. yeah. Give one of them one of those big utilitarian backpack full of cereal on their backs. And then, you know, they just the other they because they always work in pairs, you know. And so the mm-hmm. one they walk in like, hey, who here wants some cereal? Everyone's like, oh, yeah. 
all these old men spilling beer on themselves because these hot cereal girls showed up. And then the other one has to run around and like open up the big yeah. pack on her back, you know. Yeah, the, it, the pack mule. Yeah, it the, looks the other like, girl's got the scooper. It looks like an old, you know, like World War II walkie-talkie where the guy has to carry the giant thing on his back. Mm. And then the other one's like on the on the actual fucking yeah. telephone receiver like send more corn we need more corn <laughs> yeah the germans there, there, there's one out there with a corn detector trying to find uh <laughs> cereal mines <laughs> the, uh, <clears throat> that's the story of the corn wars the untold story until now i have an idea for a podcast well all right this one is called hi grandma Okay. And the idea is that this is just a podcast where we pretend to be people's grandkids, excited to hear from them. Are, are we going to be cold calling grandmas? Well, no. I th- What I thought we could do with this is maybe we could set set up, as a kid, sometimes there'd be these like hotlines you could call and it was like a guy would read a story to you, you know? You ever... Uh, not no, like I'm, not in like a sexual way. No, I'm just uh, I, I I tended to my, my mom read me a lot of stories. I guess well, I didn't have to. This was like a guy like it was like Mr. Story or something like that. How 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 much did it cost a minute? It was free. That was okay, the thing. Okay, it was okay. just like a it was like a number that would play a recording of somebody reading a story and you could call I think it was every week it would change. The weird thing from a time that doesn't feel like it ever needed to exist, but uh, I thought maybe we could do this with the podcast. We just have it set up so when people call the number, it plays the entire podcast <laughs> of us being like, Grandma, oh, so good to hear from you. Oh, what's Granddad up to now? A golf cart, you say? And he just takes it on the road? Well, I mean, he's from a different time. They, they, all those grandpas are out there yelling racist things on their golf carts. Yeah, that's pretty pretty much par for the course. Um, why is it that I see so many golf carts on the roads? It, it's something I've seen far more often in the past few years than i ever did before i mean i've given it some serious thought growing up i lived in a town that was full of old people who all drove golf golf carts and i feel like we might have touched on this before um they all went to high school all these old men in my town went to high school with james dean and they were like they were like we're rebels too. We ride our golf carts on the street. <laughs> hey, what are you going to do to me, races? pig? <laughs> Just cruising along at like 15 miles an hour, holding up traffic. There it's was even not a guy... illegal to drink and drive a golf cart. It's it... encouraged. There was a guy who set up a dealership. Like on the main street of town. Like, you know, when you're in high school and you cruise when there's nothing to do in a small town, you just get Mm -hmm. in your car and like drive around and like you see other kids, you know, like, hey, just showing off that you have a car and getting in trouble. 
Well, all the old people in my town would do that, but with golf carts. And then some enterprising uh, individual opened a golf cart dealership that sold fancy golf carts, like the <laughs> ones that look like little Hummers and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was like there was a tax write-off because it was technically selling ele- electric cars. Uh, there was one, There was one old man who had like a ton of grandkids. And he got like the Universal Studios tram, like <laughs> the one that holds like twenty five people. <laughs> He's just driving around. Does it come with a PA so that he can? Yeah, and he like... would just be bumping like under the sea from the Little Mermaid on that PA, <laughs> just loading it up with grandkids and driving it down to the ice cream stand. You gotta that's watch out. That's that's a grandpa who'll steal another grandpa's grandchild. Yeah, I know. Mr. Steel, your grandkids. Style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's made of ice cream money. That's a bulletproof grandpa. The uh yeah, that's the world that I grew up in. That's Where were you uh it did you forged me? Did did you remain faithful to your grandfather or were you uh Taken in by by fancy carts and ice cream. <laughs> uh, I want to say that I was faithful, but no, there were some. There was definitely some cool grandpas in my neighborhood <laughs> that I hung out with. I definitely did go over to an old grandpa's house, and uh, I would show him how to fix things on a motorcycle, and then he would tell me uh, stories, wild stories from when he worked uh, at. Developing the first motorcycle helmets for Bell Labs, and he's like, "What we would do is put a we put a corpse, we put the helmet on a corpse and just launch it." <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anyways, that's hi, Grandma. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. We didn't we didn't talk a lot <laughs> a lot about Grandma, but. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess really when, the... when when you got that wacky of a grandpa, that's probably what she's talking about most of the time, anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll do it. We'll do like another <laughs> show called High Grandpa. Yeah. And 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 then people will expect that it'll be oh well when the grandpa one they're like well so what's grandma up to, but then instead we'll just be talking about golf carts the whole time because <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what the grandpas yeah. want. Yep. We got to give them what they want. But I mean, we get this is a pretty straightforward idea. I don't think we need to delve too much deeper into it. That is true. What else do you got? uh, My second idea this week is become a Florida man. Okay. And uh, this this was inspired. I I watched uh, the documentary Vernon, Florida this weekend, which is. Just uh, interviewing uh, odd Florida people in a uh, Florida panhandle city called Vernon, Florida. So now <laughs> it's it's a documentary that does not have any sort of story because there was going to be a story. It's a town where uh, that was uh, famous for insurance fraud. People would uh, blow their foot off and claim insurance money. <laughs> And uh, the filmmaker who made it uh, had death threats uh, levied against him uh, 
when they found out that that's why he was around interviewing people. And so you just made made a movie that uh, had all the odds and ends that would have uh, colored in this actual story. And it's just a bunch of weirdo Florida people talking about whatever their hobbies are. (laughs) Fantastic. Become a Florida man. But uh, there, no. there's a lot of interesting. Uh, there's a turkey hunter who I've learned more about uh, turkey hunting than than I ever wanted to know. Uh, uh, I wasn't even aware that turkeys had beards. Beards? Yes, but they don't grow out of the turkey's face. They grow out of the breast. It's just a hank of of what looks like hair, but it's. Uh, feathers that do, don't don't have the feather part, just the central follicle of a feather in a big black wiry bunch shooting out of the chest of male turkeys. Gross. And uh, well, the the guy that they were interviewing in the movie uh, had a display of turkey legs and turkey beards and uh, had a, had a the story of how he got each one of them. Didn't do anything with those turkey beaks, though. I'm just saying. Uh, he didn't save them. Maybe, maybe they're, away. you know, I, I think that they probably use all parts of the turkey. He just unzips his pants. Behold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just all turkey beaks down there. Maybe, maybe they, they didn't have it in the movie. But maybe his wife does like a sexy castanet dance with the turkey beaks. She's got a whole... A whole lingerie thing, nightgown, yeah, yeah, made out of turkey beaks and gobblers, just like yeah, <laughs> just a little, no, just nasty. just the 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 clacky parts and the the I don't know what would you describe the goblet? Bright red and uh, it looks like a deflated scrotum, scrotum mask. Yes, looks like it looks like a, a very irritated, itchy scrotum. <laughs> yeah. A scrotum if if one were to wear sandpaper shorts. I um I've been to Florida and I'd say that there is something about being in Florida that it does something to a man. I mean we like to we like to goof on, oh haha, the the people who live in Florida, they are so crazy. But I'll say I don't think I've ever been to the state of Florida and not felt the the thrall like like Sauron's ring <laughs> calling to me to do some Florida shit. Oh yeah. The second I step foot into that state, I'm like if I see a gator, I'm going for it. I don't care if I lose a couple of fingers. It's it's a story. It's it's a really Odd state. There are so many diverse groups of people all smashed together that don't normally go together. There's the heat does and, something to yeah. you. You're surrounded by old people. There's like just a like a funny amount of wealth being wasted on stuff. You know, like empty condos that are going to be washed into the ocean <laughs> in 20 years. It, it makes you feel like you got nothing left to lose when you're in Florida. 
and so much of it is like a, a recent thing. Disney moved in in the 1960s and, you know, Orlando isn't anywhere near what it was before then, you know, and there, there were no professional sports teams. It was just a primarily rural area that had some vacation hotspots. Because yeah, it's, it's a swamp full of alligators. Yeah, 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 yeah. but it's it it is still in its boom time but all of that happens yeah. so fast it's it's definitely we're going to witness the the bust yes it's been I, I it's so. been a real hell of a boom it's been booming for longer than i think anybody expected it to well no there's probably some guy in florida who's like you know this is never gonna end. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just teasing an alligator, just smacking it around. I'll keep smacking this alligator for as long as the state of Florida <laughs> remains a, a vibrant community with a lot of money coming into it. Yeah. No one could ever stop me. I'm buying up more real estate and I'm slapping this gator around. <laughs> No comeuppance. There's, I mean, there's a lot of stuff about Florida that I, I just, it's, it's, it's a fun place to be, but it's like, it's a fun place to exist. But the second that you try to do anything, it's miserable. Mm. It's like wearing a giant, like, like a giant, uh, uh, David Byrne suit made of burlap. <laughs> and as long as you hold perfectly still, you don't touch the burlap. But you want to do the David Byrne dance, and that suit is so itchy. <laughs> you get to Florida, it's like, oh, the weather is nice. Oh, there's beaches. And then you're like, I believe I'll order a little funny drink. Oh, and it costs $30. And you're like, well, I guess let's go, let's go in away from the beach and see. Oh, it's all swamp. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get into the water then. Oh no, it's full of sharks. You know. Yeah, there you you really need a golf cart of the sea in that sort of situation. Pontoon yeah. boat. That's <laughs> just lash together a bunch of golf carts. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Start paddling towards Cuba. Please. <clears throat> I think if I were going to become a Florida man, um, the first the first thing that I would do would be, I guess, get arrested in the nude. Feels like that's mm. one of those ones that people are like, only in Florida. <laughs> it's a pretty strong move. I, I feel like a lot of those people, though, do the crime and then get nude. I yeah. guess being nude in public is in itself a crime, but uh, I think I'd want to do my crime in the nude. I mean, here's a quick tip for all you uh, all you Gen Z listeners out there. <clears throat> Everything you do is online. Everything you do is being recorded. You got to be careful. You know, you can go viral for the wrong thing. So if you feel tempted to commit a crime or to say something problematic. The trick is to get completely naked as you're doing it and then 
They won't allow it on TikTok. <laughs> there will be articles, uh, and your name will be associated with this, but uh, the the video will uh, disappear. I mean, look at Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Said the N-word while struggling to put on a condom. And uh, it, it it was so powerful, it shut down an entire news site. Just wiped them out. So something like three years after the tape leaked, it, just, it was such an unpopular sex day. <laughs> <laughs> it took people three years to realize... They were like, well, I'm not going to look at that. It's really, it truly is just one of the grossest, ugh, one of the grossest thoughts you could have. Like if you sat a million monkeys down in a room and told them, think of the grossest thing you can think of, half of them would immediately be flinging their feces and drinking <laughs> yeah. their own urine, yeah. using a frog as like a, 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 a fleshlight. Not a single one of them would be like, ooh, 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 ah, 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 Hulk Hogan having sex with Bubba the Love Sponge's <laughs> yeah, yeah. wife. <laughs> yeah. And when, once he's in his 60s, when, when his skin looks like yeah. a red turkey gobbler skin. <laughs> he looks like one big itchy ball sack <laughs> with a tiny penis attached to it. Yeah. Just ripping <laughs> off a burlap tank top before he fucks. <laughs> and before you could be like, well, this is just kind of fun. Oh, no, he's saying the N-word. <laughs> <sighs> That's become a Florida man. Yep. All right. Which I, I got... think Hulk Hogan is a Florida man. So I believe. Yeah. The Terry. Balea. By Lamos. <laughs> all right i got an idea here all right this one is called end by me end by me Mm-hmm. what's that this is a podcast where uh we come up with better endings to stephen king stories oh okay it's much like stand by me you know or what else do we got the shining mm-hmm you know, can, can we have the, like that 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 thing where uh, Stephen King's going out to get the mail and an old guy in the golf cart runs him over and he's sort of badly hurt that he writes himself into it in the end game of the. Well, this would be where we would take existing Stephen King stories. OK. And then fix the endings. Stephen King sometimes a weak uh, a weak ending writer doesn't really have a I know there is a a quote from Stephen King that's something about like the you know the best stories like real life stories the endings aren't always happy they're they're messy and uh, that's one hell of a way to try and excuse the fact that you wrote uh, uh, the the kids all had a <laughs> fucking gangbang and then they found out that the clown was a spider (laughs) (sighs) 
So and we would that, just be I, like, I think that that it's also explaining away the fact that these were written on uh, booze and coke, coke fueled uh, oh, benders, yeah. and he doesn't even remember writing them. You know, he was at the end of his uh, his energy, so to speak, when he gets to the ending. They just kind of peter out a little bit. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm I'm trying to find the. Uh, there's a Stephen Qu- King quote. <clears throat> talent is cheaper than table salt. What separates the talented individual from the successful one is a lot of hard work. Buddy, you were doing cocaine and writing the craziest books of all time. <laughs> a lot of hard work. I mean, to be fair, he was publishing more more than one book a year, and these were not short books. I, I'm not that's arguing one that. way to look at it. He, he, but I mean, it was all, all work in favor of the next book. Not, not a whole lot of editing. Hard. Yeah. This is literally he's he's confusing brand recognition and having an entire marketing team for talent and hard work. He was look. He it was an incredible output, but. How many different kinds of haunted vehicles can America like we've um, reached peak haunted vehicle? <laughs> That's true. Uh, just got to point out the fact that he hasn't done the golf cart one yet. Does not done. That's the one that's going to burst the haunted it, vehicle. It, it, it's, bubble. it's definitely going to be a grandpa haunting it. Mm. Oh, oh, this is fun. <laughs> It's like uh, my what is that my mother the car? What was that show? Do you know uh, what I'm talking about? Vaguely sounds vaguely familiar. My mother the car is an American fantasy comedy that aired for a single season on NBC in 1965. <laughs> Thirty episodes were produced. Oh man, and it's like a old timey car. <laughs> yeah, like it's a, like a, yeah, like a funny, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what type it is. Oh, I think maybe it was just one of those, because it was the 60s and they had like the Munster's car and the Monkey's car, Batman's car. Anyways. Oh, it was Jerry Van Dyke. Yeah, of, huh. of coach fame. It was a 1928 Porter Touring car. Which I don't but, uh, think is a real. That that brings up, uh, you know, I was vaguely aware of that, but hadn't really looked into it before. Um, now I'm wondering how you uh, do the haunted uh, uh, car story like that, that. That's a comedy. Stephen King has covered uh, horror. Mm. Perhaps uh, we could have a romance. Oh, my lover, the car. Oh, it. Yeah, it 100 percent. I'm sorry. Norm Grabowski did build the My Mother the Car car. The same guy who did the Monkeys and Batman. He was the hot, the TV show hot rod guy. I'm sorry. A, a, a romance no, between wasn't a haunted that, car. Uh, yeah, didn't that happen at the Cannes Film Festival this year? Oh, isn't there uh, a, a... Titan? Yeah. I don't know if the car was haunted. It was just a a, a lady having sex with a car. Yeah, yeah. And then getting pregnant with a car baby. Yeah. 
Well then, uh, but what other what other genres uh, could could we uh, stake our claim in? Oh man, this is harder than I thought because I was like, oh, buddy, buddy cop, but that's hot, that's uh, Night Rider, mm-hmm. right? Um, what about uh, like a war movie? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, a few years ago, War Horse was a big hit. How about War Car? War Car. He, he, you know, he and his buddies are all uh, uh, shipped off to to Vietnam, and uh, he he wins the Congressional Medal of Honor because uh, all of his friends get shot, and he uh, gets them all inside and drives them to safety. He's just kind of like Herbie, you know, or Uh that kind of thing. But Herbie goes to war. Yeah. (laughs) It's honestly kind of shocking that they never did a Herbie movie where it's like Herbie, you know, because he did go to like Monte Carlo. Mm -hmm. Could have easily just popped over to like, you know, Vichy France. Herbie joins the Herb, French resistance. Herbie looks the other way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, let's wait, let's not get ourselves. Herbie would be on he would be on their side. Huh? Hmm. That's end by me. Alright, let's let's go to the podtron. Okay. Folks, the, the Podtron forty five hundred is an artificial intelligence. We trained it by giving it a list of all the most popular podcasts, and then it generates a list of new podcast titles in the hopes that we can use them as jumping off points. Ideas like <clears throat> Getting Dead Cast. So, this would be a podcast where we just explore, I guess, Getting Dead, which is maybe it's just a very dark way of looking at life. Mm hmm. We're all getting a little bit deader by the minute. Mm-hmm. That that would be uh, interesting if if we could, uh, f- you know, figure out uh, exactly how much closer to death uh, certain activities make you. Mm. You know, no, like yeah, uh, they... you're eating a big uh, hearty hearty breakfast. Uh, you know, that's going to take three minutes off your life. Oh, you're cracking your knuckles. That's that's a second of crack. That's, oh my God. <laughs> you know, they say the thing, get busy living or get busy dying. Mm-hmm. Maybe we just get busy dying. But not just too it, busy. We've stu- <laughs> you you no, can get yes. real busy real fast with that. <laughs> Business is good. <laughs> we, God, I, listen, I got a lot of, I got a lot of plates spinning right now. You got you're like holding holding a bag of poison and a handgun. Oh my god. Uh. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I have too much on my plate. <clears throat> no, I was thinking that perhaps this could just be kind of a staring into the abyss take on life. Just talking about how, yeah, like you said, that maybe it would be hard to quantify how much like uh you know, Standing, standing in the grocery aisle, trying to decide which deodorant to buy is taking off of your life. But 
there's definitely a lot there's a deep rich vein of uh doom there that we can really dig into of like how meaningless it all is i mean i i think we're i i think i might just be pitching uh becoming werner herzog is <laughs> i think what we're mm-hmm. doing here yeah yeah well As uh, i stand i wonder in how the many uh... <laughs> the aluminum in the deodorant causes cancer this this is a man who boiled and ate his own shoe <laughs> <clears throat> yeah Surely the tumors have already formed inside me. I'm sorry, you were saying? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. Like, uh, there are many different ways we could take this one. We we could look at it in terms of the the, the way people uh, deal with death, with with loved ones' deaths, how there are fewer people... uh, being interred in cemeteries more more mm. people are being uh um i i i'm i'm searching for the word where where you just get burnt up oh cremated cremated thank you we were also you 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 brought up uh the dead bodies uh that were being uh launched on motorcycles oh, yeah. you know there yeah. there's uh, a Life has a rich pageant, but uh, that doesn't preclude death from having one as well. Death's rich pageant. Yeah. Ooh, and maybe we do, for one episode, we could talk about the idea of staging an all-dead production of Annie Get Your Gun. <laughs> we found a bunch of people, and this this was their in their will. I just... I always wanted to perform on Broadway, but I didn't have what it took. Well, now you do in our experimental new production of all dead bodies. You remember that when they had the bodies exhibit? Mm-hmm. We're doing that, but you give your 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 nanny and your pep pep to us mm-hmm. when they mm-hmm. die. And then we, uh, you know, we do the normal, the normal stuff, put the makeup on them. We fill them up with the goop. We take out the blood, the, the goop, I'm not, uh, the embalming fluid. Yeah, we aren't yeah, going to yeah. listen. We aren't the kind of guys who are going to f- fill your nanny up with the, with the goop, if you know <laughs> what I mean. We're, we're fine upstanding embalmers but then <clears throat> but we we're gonna, will uh have a, a series of wires in which uh, that's right we're gonna we we're gonna string them up like justin timberlake and the boys and no strings attached mm-hmm. and then we're gonna make them do a, a production of annie get your gun or maybe the king and i we we don't know that one's gonna be a little do you bit, think we'll have a problem we can with, tell the with children that? for the king and i <laughs> The, 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 oh god the, do you think we'll have a problem with the living relatives where where they're uh we have like stage granddaughters who are like my my nana deserves the lead role yeah and we could have like an all about eve sort of situation where a conniving uh understudy corpse 
that steals the lead. Just, yeah. This is honestly probably the easiest actors to work with. This is the best, the best possible. Are they doing a Broadway version of uh, Weekend at Bernie's? Like, you know, they're doing, like, they got the Mrs. Doubtfire musical now. I, I can't believe that they wouldn't be doing like a weekend at Birdies because it would be if, so if good. If they are, I'm not not aware of it, but uh, that just that having doesn't mean him, I'm against the idea. They could they could have him doing all the stunts from the Spider Man musical, but it would just be like a dummy, so he'd be like just flinging him from the rafters, and he's just splat on the stage, and then and but then there's like you know he lands behind a set dressing and then and then we have the the real dead body <laughs> pop up from the... <laughs> That's the getting dead cast. Do you got you got a Podtron idea? I do. Um this one is called oh, it's long. Kickstarter Uh-oh. suck at dating game of the oath season 3 Miracle Matt Walsh show. Okay, well, there's a lot to unpack here. Yeah. Kickstarter uh, suck at dating game of the Oath season three. Miracle Matt Walsh show. Yes. But uh, I don't know about the Kickstarter. We've done Kickstarter ones before, but uh, uh, people who suck at the dating game would be fun fun to do. (laughs) Just... People who can't get any of their puns to land uh, come off as creepy and are just generally not considered as an, an actual choice. Mm, yeah. And and we got Matt Walsh on this one, <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah. Miracle Matt Walsh. Miracle Matt Walsh. <laughs> this is where he's he's died. Conservative political commentator Matt Walsh has passed away. And through uh, some sort of legal loophole... His body has been given to us, and of course, we fill him with the goop. Mm, gotta, gotta get the goop in there. String him up. <clears throat> he's back, and now he's doing a. Now he's a, an incredibly unpopular choice on the dating game. <laughs> but we keep bringing him back, episode after episode. I'm sorry, we froze up there for a second. Oh. Okay, well, I, I was pretty much done with that idea. I, I think we nailed it. Um, yeah, just uh, d- dead body on the dating game. Uh, dead body on the dating game. Yeah. All right. Do you have another one? I got another one here. This one is called Extra Crenshaw. Ooh. And I think I think this has to. I mean. Can name a Crenshaw. Name a Crenshaw. Do you know any Crenshaws? Uh, not that are famous. <laughs> the only one I can think of is Dan Crenshaw, the the the, the conservative politician with the eye patch. That yes, that, he is the first one that comes up when one Google's Crenshaw. And I and I guess. He's got one eye. So what if we had an extra spare Crenshaw for parts? 
this is like uh all right so this is my plan and this is it's gonna be tricky because it's a podcast idea right mm-hmm. so we we aren't doing it in secret but i think that we can still pull it off just based on the fact that uh dan crenshaw fears death just as much as anyone so what we do is we we the whole podcast will just be us document documenting this journey we have to obtain dan crenshaw's dna that's step one maybe we just pluck a we go to cpac and we pluck a hair off of his head when he's not looking or maybe uh, we dress you up like a lady of the night. We can do that too. And we yep. get you, and and then we let Crenshaw fill you with the goo. Either way, we okay. got his DNA. All right. And then we're gonna do a Boys from Brazil with Dan Crenshaw. We're gonna start pumping out new Crenshaws, extra Crenshaws. Now, now, one quick point of fl- clarification here. Uh, we're making new Crenshaws. Uh, why are you trying to turn me into a Crenshaw? <laughs> I'm sorry. No, we just needed. We just needed his. We just need Crenshaw's DNA to get the project off the ground. So maybe skin flakes. It doesn't matter. Just a a bunch of loose blood. Yeah, just a bowl <laughs> of blood. We his eye is probably still <laughs> kicking around somewhere out there in the Middle East. We can find it. <laughs> Anyways, so people are gonna say, like, "Why are you doing this? Why are why are you helping Crenshaw?" And we're like, "Just wait, just you wait." So, it's actually so just uh, an experiment in nature versus nurture. We're raising if- these Crenshaws to be libtards. We've got them. <laughs> we're we're letting them stay up and and watch uh, <laughs> watch Stephen Colbert every night. These little Crenshaws. Well, that's just some of the Crenshaws. They're, they're going to be a, a other Crenshaws on different tracks. I personally would like to see what happens if you feed a Crenshaw only fair food. Okay. Just th- th- this child will know nothing but fried dough its whole life. We Here's the thing, though. We don't want these Crenshaws... We don't want to name them, you know, because these are just for parts. Yeah. So we come to Crenshaw, the OG Crenshaw. We say, "Hey, we we couldn't help but notice you only have one eyeball in your head." <clears throat> what if I told you that we had some extra Crenshaw eyeballs <coughs> down at our warehouse? You know what the what the hard part with that is? He's gonna have to wait a good you know eighteen years to get his hands on on a good Crenshaw eye. Because all of our oh, little yeah, boy yeah, yeah. Crenshaw eyes will just fall right and, out and, of that and big so old hole. We, we got to make sure that he takes care of that one he's got in the meantime. Yeah, I mean, by the time uh, you can, we can replace that one. He can just get uh, very liberal with his uh, eyes. You know, if, if there's any situation in which an eye might get poked, he need not live in fear. Let him be poked. We got plenty of eyes for you, but until that time comes, he has to be extra careful. 
Well, we'll give we'll we'll give our little Crenshaws whatever the the human growth hormone stuff that they've been uh, you know given to Hugh Jackman that gave him the Triple H nose. Um, <clears throat> get him get him up to full size as fast as possible. Um, but here's Do you the think idea: that the, 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 the that growth we... will will be in. You know, like I don't want their eyes to grow faster than their little faces with the little little eyes, big Look, big eyes gonna... popping out of little faces. You're going to get some five headification for sure. It's just part of the game. <laughs> okay. But the idea, this is the coup de gras, right? So we so we got all these Crenshaw parts now. And and like you said, he need not live in fear. He's he's a man of unafraid of sharp objects. Mm-hmm. He's taking extra risks. He's, you know, riding a motorcycle with no helmet. He's getting he's getting mixed up with gators, slapping them around. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we've created the Crenshaw of Theseus. We're slowly replacing his parts with liberal versions, one by one, until <laughs> before he knows it, he's a full libtard Frankenstein, just sewn together parts of our Crenshaw. <laughs> And then we send him back into Congress. Everybody's like, hey, Crenshaw, looking good. He's <laughs> frightened by fire, but he's he's voting for abortion. That's our Crenshaw, the extra Crenshaw. Do you have another idea for a podcast? Yes, uh, this one is called Raising to Wrestle, which I, I suggest that a few of the Crenshaw boys are going to be grapplers. Oh, yeah. We'll have a side thing where we're just doing like uh like doomsday experiments on on the on the extra Crenshaws. Mm. Just the doomsday, I mean the Superman character where there was a scientist who was like perhaps if I just made things as shitty as possible it would make the strongest man in the world. That's the origin story of that character. It was a scientist just kept making things shitty for a guy and then cloning him over and over. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Making him making him wear that burlap big suit and dance. <laughs> There's something about this. It, I mean, this is like a morning, early morning wrestle. Oh, I, I thought it was a parenting podcast. Oh, <laughs> but, but perhaps it could be an early morning wrestling podcast. That's, a time of the day that I don't think most people associate with with wrestling, which is a shame because that's when the uh, ancient Greeks like to do it. Mm-hmm. First thing early in the, in the morning when not that many folks are around to watch what you're actually getting up to. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Raising to wrestle sounds kind of like uh, you're talking about uh, morning wood. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, look who's racing to wrestle. <laughs> that must have been a problem for those greek wrestlers too huh just coming out there boy i, oh I boy. don't think there's i think that that was a a, a feature and not a bug <laughs> I, I believe that uh wrestling <laughs> at at that point in time was was largely uh just foreplay <laughs> just uh yeah Man, oh man, you know, ugh, you think Brock Lesnar and the Big Show had an embarrassing <laughs> time. Yeah. 
raising to wrestle. This could also be like in a court courtroom setting, you know. Mm-hmm. All rise, the honorable Judge Clobber presiding. Mm-hmm. It could be uh, river- <laughs> could be riverboat gamblers. And I'll raise you <laughs> an hour yeah. of my finest wrestling. This is there. It's riverboat gambling, but on an airplane. So none of them have guns. So when they catch the cheat, <laughs> then they all just start wrestling around. It's an <laughs> old West casino on a plane. <laughs> they, it's got to be the big like seven forty seven. You know the double deckers, so that the guy can fall over the down the stairs and have a, a guy behind the bar, you know, he's ducking when people are throwing chairs. One guy uh, falls off the side and hits the big wheel on, on the river, on the river plane. It's got a big paddle. It's still got a big paddle wheel. <laughs> it's, it's really messing up the aerodynamics. There's two big riverboat wheels on this thing. <laughs> I would love to, uh, if I were super rich and had my own plane, to just, instead of, you know, decorating it luxuriously, you just, like, you walk in and it's just, like, <laughs> just clapboard and a player piano and a bunch of rickety wooden chairs sliding around. That would be pretty good. I, I'd personally want the... Uh, uh, Airbrushed fantasy uh, '80s van. Oh, on the outside, outside '80s van with a Viking, yeah, fighting a tiger. Inside, just an old West saloon. (laughs) (laughs) But can the player piano? uh, uh, Can we get like the uh, weird player piano reels of Led Zeppelin? (laughs) oh man all right here's what we got this week we got the breakfast bunch hi grandma become a florida man end by me getting dead cast kickstarter suck at dating game of the oath season three miracle matt walsh show extra crenshaw and raising to wrestle well so many good choices. <laughs> oh, how can we pick? Hmm. Well, I'd, I'd like to eliminate Kickstarter suck a dating game of yeah, I'm fine with three that. Miracle Matt Walsh. Yeah, <laughs> we can get rid of that. Extra Crenshaw, I think. Yeah, that's that's not not the best. Um, I think <sighs> the strongest. The strongest options, in my opinion, is like raising to wrestle, the breakfast bunch, high grandma's a real layup. End okay. by me could be good, but it's homework. Yeah, <laughs> we shouldn't admit to not wanting to put any effort into it. Uh I, I say breakfast or grandma. Let's do the let's do the breakfast bunch. Okay. And I'm, there's so many grandmas out there listening. Like, no, I almost had it. 
No, no, they're excited about the breakfast bunch. They know that it's the most important meal of the day. That's right. Grandmas know. Grandmas care. Plus, you know, if you listen, grandmas, you might get to go to Cracker Barrel. Mm. You know, just yeah, we might take hang you that out. out there. Yeah. All right, folks, if you want to hear the breakfast bunch, head on over to our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash we don't have a podcast yet and sign up to support the show. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. I'm Nathan P. Woodard. I'm Major James Estes. Good night. Winchester Cathedral.